Hi, I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. The book of Job opens, and we see he was a man of great wealth, but more importantly, he was a man of godly character. So even to the point that God himself points out Job to Satan, saying in Job 1.8, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? And then, of course, we see in the very next verse that Satan responds in his usual way, uh, accusing Job's motives plus an idea to try to prove God wrong. And yet, when Job faced the destruction of his property, wealth, and family members, it says in Job 1, 20-22, Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I come from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. So this really gets me thinking. I personally, I thrive on routines and schedules, and yet God has allowed my chronic illness to undo my comfort and dependency in just that area. He has been teaching me steadily and regularly that I only need to be dependent on him in all things, on him, in my unchanging and faithful Abba. So what is it that you are currently facing? Is it a health crisis of you or a family member? Maybe joblessness, a cut in hours or pay, a fear, anxiety, depression? My dear Christian friend, I can guarantee you that no matter what you are facing, God is using it. He's using it for your spiritual good. We know that from Romans 8.28. That knowledge alone won't necessarily make your emotions like magically calm or make you want to proclaim like Job, the Lord gave, the Lord has taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord. But you know what will? Focus your mind on the Prince of Peace, Jesus, who has promised to give us his peace and his rest. Give thanks to God and think on good things. In Isaiah 26, 3-4, it says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. And then in John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. And then, bear with me on this longer one. Philippians 4, 6 through 9 says, In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard in me, practice these things, and the peace of God will be with you. So the other thing that sticks out to me here is that Job worshipped. We don't see him singing praise songs or dancing like King David or, you know, worshipping in ways that we usually think of as worship today. 
but instead it was that his heart was aligning with God, being fully surrendered to God's will, regardless of the fact that he had literally just lost everything. And he blessed the name of the Lord. His heart was full of worship to God, not in light of his situation, but in spite of it. Circumstances can't ever be the driving force behind our worship, because otherwise our worship is not truly rooted in unconditional love for God. So every day and all the time is a good time to worship God because he's good all the time. So his goodness doesn't waver. His, his faithfulness doesn't waver. His love is steadfast and unending. So in spite of our circumstances, but in light of him, should we be worshiping and his praise just be continually on our mouth? It says that in Psalm 34, 1. So what about when we're in such deep despair that we can't even talk? We can still make it our heart's prayer like David had said in, Oh Lord, open my lips that my mouth may declare your praise. He said that in Psalm 51, 15. But we also know um, from Psalm 34, 18, it says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And then again in Romans eight twenty six, that likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And then Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus promised to give us rest if we come to him. He said, come to me and I will give you rest. It is a promise. We just have to come and receive it. So, I mean, who knows what you're facing today? And Maybe it was preempted with God saying, have you considered my servant and insert your name there? Regardless, the challenge to you now is, do you believe God's promises are true? And will you come to him and receive them? blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's crystal with a K.